want a very warm welcome to you. My name is uh, David McEnroe. I'm the program leader for Applied Psychology. We have other programs as well that join up with us. We have psychology and criminology, forensic psychology and criminal justice, and we have applied sports psychology. But basically, I'm responsible for the applied psychology program, which I think <coughs> is the one that you're most interested in uh, this morning. And we teach most on the other programs anyway, so the core material we cover will apply to those other programs as well. Now, when we're finished talk here, you will go over and see around this building, which is where we are housed, certainly as staff. This is where we're located. So this is where you become for your personal tutor meetings, for your dissertation meetings, and things like that. And we also do some teaching over there as well. Okay, we're just, just welcome in on the start. It might be a few more. It might be a few more. A couple of minutes. All right. Okay, so uh, I'll just say a few introductory things anyway, that if anybody comes late, no, we'll not miss too much, I hope. Uh, yeah, we're, uh, the university is made up of various uh, faculties. We're the Faculty of Science. And within the Faculty of Science, it's further subdivided within schools. So you're, we're within the Faculty of Science. Within the Faculty of Science, we have the School of Natural Sciences and Psychology. And within that school, we have programs, and Applied Psychology is one of the programs within the school. Now, it's right that we're located within science because we are very much scientific in the way we approach things. My psychologists are very interested in the inner world, of course, of thought, of feeling, of subjectivity. But we try to measure things in a very scientific way. So we do all the things that regular hard scientists would do. You know, we measure, we test, we predict, we analyze, we explore, we constantly refine what we do, we create hypotheses, we test hypotheses. We're always uh, refining the material that we're going to do. So we have a very scientific approach. Hello, we just started, so you haven't missed very much. Welcome. All right. So, um, about it because there's a thing here that says about lecture link and there it is and there's no way to turn it off there's only a yes and no no so i don't know what to do about it uh, but there's a guy around a technical person he didn't seem to know either has it taken up your whole screen i'm so sorry about that uh, i tried hitting that button and i hope that it would take it off psychology about? What is this picture about? Does that picture express psychology in any way? Hello? Welcome. Yeah. Uh, no, it's psychology. And there you've got the idea of the, the, the child and the parent, uh, the caregiver and the child, if you, if you like. And I suppose that's very Freudian. And the psychologists are always interested in Freud. He performs part of psychology, not a big part, but he's there. 
some people love him, some people hate him, but he certainly you certainly can't ignore him and he isn't going away. And uh, Freud had this great saying that the child is the father of the man. You know, so you are what you are becoming and that kind of thing. So that's all very interesting. We explore that in psychology. But we're very interested in perception. Uh, so here's a little thing you can have a look at it. And it's a kind of a, an optical illusion because as you can see, those wheels are all turning, aren't they? Can you see them turning? Well, of course, they're not really turning. It's just uh, it's various things are combining to cause optical illusions. So if you actually stare at one of those dots in the middle, say you pick that one or that one, and just stare your two eyes into it, then the illusion will stop. Okay. So as psychologists, we're very interested in why do we have these uh, illusions? And the, I'm taking that away because it's gone to the screen up above and we want a total discussion. Uh, we're interested in uh, the world of subjectivity as well as the world of objectivity. So things are not what they seem, and we don't. Things are not always what they appear to be, and we know that we often get things wrong. We suffer from all kinds of illusions, don't we? I mean, every time I sing, I hear the voice of James Blunt, <laughs> and everybody who hears me agree. They say your voice is definitely Blunt. <laughs> Okay, sometimes when I sing, I hear Elvis, but the trouble is nobody else does. Okay, so we, people, you see them going on these pop idol shows and whatnot, and people are just deluded, and they're thinking they're brilliant, and they're thinking the world is waiting to hear their voice, and it's an awful shock to their system when they discover it isn't. So we actually uh, try to bring a reality check as psychologists. You know, we encourage people to develop themselves, to be the best they can be, to develop their potential, but you know, within the realms of reality, so we do study the real world as well as the inner subjective world of perception. Per sensation is what comes in through your sensory system. Perception is the way you interpret it. So as psychologists, we're very, very interested in that kind of uh, approach. Thanks for asking, sir. So why are you want to study psychology? Maybe you just have uh, an interest in the subject. Is that somebody's phone? Thank you. Okay. Uh, so I've just got a broad interest in the subject of psychology. It may well be you studied it at A level. Some of you are doing psychology at A level presently, yeah? Are you? Yeah. Okay. So maybe you've just had a brush with it, and it's uh, an old song that your parents will know it called It Started With a Kiss. And uh, maybe you've just had a kiss for psychology, something about it you really like, and you've enjoyed it. It's to, for me, it was uh, social psychology. I got interested in and um, I don't actually teach social psychology, and I teach individual differences, but social psychology was the one that got me interested initially. My psychology does give you a very broad range of skills. Uh, it's probably, it's claimed to be the best generic degree that there is. It's a non-vocational degree, unless you, you dedicate toward being, like say for example, a chartered psychologist, and we'll speak about that in a moment. If you're going to be a clinical psychologist or an educational or an occupational or a health psychologist or various other kinds of psychologists, you need to go a particular route. You do your degree and then maybe you need to do an MSc and then you need to do further training and some of them it's maybe accumulating a portfolio of work experience. So it, you can follow a vocation into a psychology profession. But a lot of psychology students come here not wanting to be psychologists. A lot of them actually want to be teachers, they want to be secondary school or primary school teachers, they want to work in human resources, they want to work in business or in management or in the media, or the police is another very popular one. Um, it's unbelievable the range of things that, that people go into. So psychology does give a great range of very broad generic skills 
um, especially through the empirical work that we do, through practical reports and dissertations, you learn to pick up a lot of skills that other degrees actually don't offer. So you end up with very desirable qualifications. I know in Northern Ireland, 90% uh, of the government statisticians actually come from psychology degrees. So there you go. That does give you a good broad choice. That's what we're thinking about. And therefore, it does give you greater employment uh, prospects and a range of postgraduate opportunities. Okay, so why LGNU? Why do you want to come to LGNU and study psychology? Well, for a number of reasons. The research interest of staff. I mean, my research is in the area of education. I do some research also on health and well-being, mainly in the area of education and predicting academic performance. Uh, other people here do things like the brain. You'll see when you go over and look at the labs, uh, we have people doing things like touch, people do things like pain, and sleep, and eating, and uh, all kinds of things. A great variety of research is going on, uh, to a very vibrant, very dynamic, and quite a few younger members of staff have come in more recently, and they're quite dynamic quite progressive in, in what they're doing. And that's very good because that the research informs the teaching. And that's the strategy for our teaching. It's very much driven by what is going on. It keeps us in touch with the real world and we bring our research into the teaching so it's fresh and it's up to date. And when we give you articles to read, I mean I've sent an assignment task just recently for students and it's of course a recent article, 2013, one that's just recently been published. So we do keep fresh, we keep in touch and we keep up to date with uh, what we do. Yes, also uh, we have a great variety of teaching styles, um, teaching skills, teaching methods. We teach in all kinds of ways, from all kinds of teachers. And of course the ultimate philosophy behind our teaching is to bring you to a point of uh, independence and maturity and uh, where you can work on your own initiative. Now we never leave you unsupported, we continue to support you right through, but we hope that we support you in the independence because you've got to be very independent to go out there and create a nation go out there and actually get a good job, uh, that will fall down a lot to you and um, what you learn to do. So we encourage you to learn to develop and grow uh, within the study uh, program. Okay, also there's a great emphasis in LGNU on employability and we developed this work <coughs> for uh, a study skills certificate that you can do, you're expected to do at a bronze level in your first year and then you can go on by option to the silver and the gold if you wish. And this is something that runs alongside your degree, and you can incorporate it within your degree, add a few things to it, and it certainly will make you more employable, because it makes you more aware of the kind of skills that employers are look, looking for. And far better to present yourself at an interview, you hand on your CV, and generally hard to sell yourself, because that's very important. Because you can get 10 people going for the same job, they've all got two ones, and which one of them is going to get it? The one that presents themselves best. And that's why we have this board report. Uh, approach and we very much encourage you to do that. Now how many people here are actually not from Liverpool this morning? Many people not from Liverpool put them up here see? Okay, I'm sure the rest of you was about half and half. Okay, so to those of you who are from Liverpool, I have no need to tell you about the attractions. Of course, one of the things about psychology is actually when you get very familiar with the thing, you know you no longer know what's there, you don't see it. You can't really see things when you become too familiar with them. So a friend of mine did her PhD at the University of Ulster on for Marks and Spencer, and she was looking at uh, you know these uh, action signs in the case of emergency, and she said after a while you habituate to them, you no longer respond to them, you don't even know they're there. Whereas when those signs came out first, everybody saw them, and that's one of the fascinations about psychology. 
you, you begin to take things for granted and you're no longer responsive and you have difficulties doing it. <coughs> so some of you have obituaries to Liverpool, okay? Now I haven't, I've been here 12 years and still haven't. I still love Liverpool. And I uh, love going around the upper dock, it's a very nice area. We've got the new shopping area, Liverpool what? Come. And uh, Mrs. Angela, she's one of our lecturers. And uh, of course, you got, and like Liverpool is great for music, it's great for football, <coughs> religious, there's plenty of religious activity around, there's plenty of culture, there's a great nightlife. I'm not allowed to say that in front of your parents, <coughs> but it's there. I know you won't be tempted, but it's there, and we're obviously going to choose not to like it. Okay, so that's just something about Liverpool itself. Of course, a great city of culture. And then repeat the system right off and then uh, put it on again. If you want to do that, it's fine because I can talk as I please on the phone. And you can do it through your mouse. Yes. Sorry, Matt. Well, can you do that through your mouse? You'll have to wait. Okay, so. Okay, so I was speaking to you a little while ago about uh, career pathways and career routes. And uh, I said that like, psychology is a great thing, right? It gives you all those basic skills. And, uh, but if you want a very dedicated career, you've got to go for the chartership, and that takes time. And uh, you've got to develop all your qualifications. Now, I, uh, I will be very clear to you when you come in on the degree which, which way you have to go. We do, we do have special sessions that we put on. Angela is uh, the module leader for psychology and application two, and there's a great career focus within that module. Now, one of the things about the degree that I didn't mention is that it's applied, and we often get asked the question, "What do you mean it's applied? What makes it different from every other degree?" Well, we're the same as every other psychology degree right across the UK. We're accredited by the British Psychological Society, and uh, so we cover all the same core material as all those other programs do. But we are a little bit different because we put emphasis on applying the material. So that comes across in the way we assess you and the questions we set and the kind of learning activities we do and the kind of assessment uh, methods we use. And also because we have a placement in the second year where you have a 20 hour work experience and uh, you, you find a, some suitable placement uh, where you can bring your psychology theory and your psychology practice, where you can learn, where you can observe and you write up a portfolio, you do a presentation. And this is another one of the things that will help you enhance your employability, as I mentioned earlier. Now, we do a lot of training within our program, as I said, that's very applied in nature. I remember, uh, I actually remember when I used to go to the dentist in Belfast, Northern Ireland, the dentist used to say to me, get up on that couch, Dad, torture the life out of you. <laughs> and he actually, he actually was very calming and very reassuring, even though he said that. But it made me think about one time I remember reading about this scenario. What would you do if you had a choice? Let's say you were going in for surgery and they said, we're going to give you a choice between two surgeons. One of them is 100% uh, success. He's never had any failures in a surgery, but he's very abrupt. 
He's a bit rude sometimes. He's very insensitive. He's not got very good communication skills, but he's a brilliant surgeon. 100% success with a scalpel. And there's another uh, dental man, a woman even, uh, either could be a woman, um, and uh, he or she has uh, fantastic communication skills, very sensitive, very caring, uh, will make you feel at ease, but they haven't got a 100% success rate with a scalpel. There's only 95% success rate. So which one of them would you choose? Most people will choose a 100% person and take all the abruptness. But what we say to you in the degree, we actually don't want to give you that choice. We want you to have both those things. Because we want you to have all the communication <coughs> skills, the social skills, the emotional intelligence, and we try to provide that. But we give you all the hard knowledge, the core knowledge, <coughs> core skills, all the things that you need, all the rigor that's required for a psychology uh, degree. Okay. So I did mention at the beginning we have four programs. Uh, the one that I hope you're interested in this morning is Applied Psychology. And I'm gonna tell you a little bit about uh, the structure nature of the, the degree program. Now, uh, when you come here at first, you obviously you're in your first year, we call that level four. And at each level of your degree, you have to do 120 credits. There are five modules in the first year, and there are 24 credits in each of those modules. Now, your first year is really good, but for a number of reasons. One is, it gets you familiar with the university, and with the system, and with the library, and with the tutors, where you go to for this and that and the other thing. So you've got one year to familiarize yourself with the whole university setup and structure. The other good thing about it is basically for the first year you only have to pass. It doesn't count toward your degree classification. Uh, basically you just gotta get over 40% and that means you survive. Now of course we don't encourage you uh, to uh, aim low because you aim, if you aim at nothing, you always hit it, you know that? If you aim at nothing, you hit it every time. So we aim at something and aim high. You know, we, we encourage you to aim high. I try to, so do you? Right. you will pick up the skills, and if you pick up the skills, you will have <coughs> passing the module. 
The students here have really difficulty with this, this module, and the students who don't attend and don't engage. We give you all the direction, all the practice, all the hands-on experience that you really need. So we do cover you right through from. So that's your first year. And that's 120 credits from your 360 credits for your degree. But this one, this, the, your marks in this year don't actually count toward your classification. So now we go to the second uh, level, which is level five. We started level four, then we have level five. Now level five covers all the DPS core material, really psychological society, that you need for uh, chartered membership. So this is essential to your degree now. And the DPS insists we have all these things here. So we cover biology, we cover cognition, we cover development, we cover social psychology, we cover individual differences, which is the best part of the whole degree because I teach it. <laughs> and you're dealing with things like personality and uh, intelligence and mood and motivation. Yeah, so I, I get to take this talk, so I think personality is great. And so we also have research methods, so again, it keeps prop propping up everywhere, first year, second year, and then into your dissertation. And of course, what we might call one of the flagship modules, uh, just to butter her up and flatter her a little bit here, is uh, psychology and application too. So this is where you do the placements that I spoke about. Okay, now you've stepped up a notch here, we expect more of you in your second year, but you've got all the skills. We expect you to be more critical, more analytical. We expect you to be more joined up in the way you think things and so on. And your first year will help prepare you for that. So this year begins to count toward your degree classification. You have 25% uh, of your final degree classification will come from this year. So given that there are five modules, each of 24 credits, this means that each module will account for 5% of your degree. which is level six, year three. So in this year, this covers another 120 credits. And this time, um, this time it's 75% of your degree classification. Okay, so out of the 120 credits, they're, they're made up slightly differently at this level than they are at the other two levels. Because you have a 36 credit dissertation. Now that is a really, really good thing because uh, students tend to do better at coursework than they do at exams. Generally, across the whole sector, across uh, tertiary level education, students do better at uh, coursework than they do at exams. So the fact that 36 credits, which is almost one third of this year, and almost the same as the whole of your second year, is devoted to a large piece of coursework. And it's something that you choose, that you love, that you're interested. So the way we have configured this program gives you the best opportunity to get the best possible degree. Now we have seen that come through in recent years. We've had increases in the number of people who are getting first and two ones, and there's been a great increase in um, the, the mark that people are attaining on their dissertation. Now we haven't compromised staff to do that because we get three external examiners who keep their eye on us all the time, and they're actually commending us and saying we're doing very well. And every year, in fact, I reviewed from their reports this morning for this year, and again they're commending the variety of dissertations, the quality of dissertations and the amount of students that are engaging in these. Now this is your opportunity to pick something you really love and bring psychology theory and psychology measurement to it. Just pick something you love and to build it up in, in the years before the final year and actually do it. When I started studying PTSD psychology, I did a study on women's attitudes to evolving men, because I was very interested in that. 
other findings were probably yeah, because um, self-select nineties two hundred women had been involved with them at all when they got over a certain age, of course. You know, so you pick something that your personal finding that you're interested in and uh, apply psychology to it. So we have the 36 credits, and then we have, there are three uh, option modules that come up in the next slide. So you have to make one of the option modules up, and that brings the 36 and 12. And then you've got to pick three of those other ones, which are 24 credit modules. Now, this is a chance that this gauge, hopefully, you have a better idea of your career pathway. And uh, then you can mix and match whatever ones are most interesting to you. You might be interested in education, or social, or drugs, or health or occupational or forensic. And because we have some joint programs, a lot of students are very interested in forensic. That's probably the biggest module in the final year for a lot of students do that. We typically have maybe, maybe 200 students doing that module and it's so very popular. And we have, we have top people in these who are experts in the field. The three option modules that you have at the moment, we may put other options on in years to come, but at the moment, they're the three. You choose one of those. Peter Malinowski is on that one. Uh, positive psychology, he's a Buddhist and he teaches a lot about mindfulness and meditation in that module. And uh, we have students teach by Ewan Harrison and social cognitive and, and Cooper. Okay, so now we assess you in many different ways. We teach in many different ways, we have lots of different learning activities and we assess in different ways because that gives you the greatest variety of skills. And we see assessment as part of your learning. Assessment is not just something that you bring in for us. Assessment is part of the learning process, and it's for you to understand that this actually gives you skills. So it's good to have all these skills. We don't do too much, or we don't make them transfer too much, but we do put them in there so that you'll have that skill when you go out and do the world of work. Okay, we have a lot of support, yeah, student support. We have academic support because we have a, a kind of system where we try not to fail you. We have compensation systems. We have second referral systems and all the rest of it. We try to keep you in the system. We don't want to do it. It's not good for us. It looks bad on us if we lose students. And of course, it's not good for you. So we do our best to keep you in the system. So we give you lots of academic support. We give you personal support. You get a personal tutor. Students come here and you're in a small tutor group. And you see them both in a group and individually. Uh, your second year, you get a personal tutor as well. And then your third year, your district teaching supervisor is your uh, personal tutor for that year. We also have level tutors at each level. We have two tutors at each level. And uh, we have a placement tutor as well, and a dissertation tutor, as I mentioned. So we have a lot of support to the field. You know, your greatest danger when you come to university, most students who drop out actually drop out within the first six weeks. And they drop out for non-academic reasons. It's not because they're finding the course hard. It's because of personal problems. It's because they're not mixing well with other people, they, uh, the people they're living with or whatever. And it's usually because of personal problems. So that's why it's important you start to talk to people and to your tutors as soon as you come in and make sure you don't become someone who drops out quickly. Okay, you can go on to various other forms of MSc in psychology if you want to charter you, if you want to be an occupational or a forensic psychologist or a health or whatever, you face the route according to that. Vacancy information you can find in all kinds of places. We encourage you to join the British Psychological Society, it's quite cheap, and you get their magazine every month, and it gives you quite a good information, and certainly helps you to understand the career pathways you can have. Okay, applied psychology. Uh, basically, good research begins and ends in the real world. 
Okay, so we want to take all this psychology, all this stuff, and we understand about the mind, about behavior, about individual differences, about intelligence, about personality, all these fascinating subjects. Uh, we want to bring them into the real world where real people live and uh, where the rubber hits the road. And we're bringing psychologists into everything we did, you know? It's not just a big brother, <laughs> it's also in sports and health, you name it, and it's there. You know, psychologists just appear everywhere. We bring our work into the real world. So that's our building that you're going to see just now. And uh, you'll get a little bit of tour, Angela and myself, I'm sure. So are you ready to take the class? <coughs> Is that the way I feel? Okay, from the secure world of school and home, maybe to leave home, maybe come and live somewhere else. Some students do that, some prefer just to stay at home. But if you're ready to make the club, we're here to thank you. And we give you our support. Okay, so thank you very much for coming and thank you for your attention. And uh, you just sit where you are for a moment. I'll just consult it. Angela is here.